You are listening to a pre-recorded message on Psalm 72 for Sunday, July 3rd. It's also the first Sunday we're going back into our Summer in the Psalms series. For those of you who are going or have gone to the July 3rd gathering at Payne Evangelical Free Church, I hope that time blessed you. You'll note with this message, I'm not starting with Psalm 71. We'll get to Psalm 71 when we gather again at 1849 Marshall. I chose to do Psalm 72 first because, and you'll soon see this, I think it's a great psalm for this weekend in particular. Before we get to the message, let's pray. Lord, as we open this psalm, we ask that you would speak to us through your word, that you would bless us, give us hope, give us confidence in who your son is, that he is our king, that we lay down our life for him because he is worthy of that act. So please, Lord, speak to us now through this psalm. In Jesus' name, amen. It's the 4th of July weekend. I know some of you are hanging out with family, grilling, going to parades, and will likely watch some fireworks on the evening of July 4th. When so much of our nation feels divided and when our politics are just riding the struggle bus, this time of year gives us more of a sense of common grace in our country, that there are good things to celebrate, which may result in many of us desiring this sense of unity and celebration would just last a little bit longer before we get back into our public battles, debates, and divisions. This old psalm has a similar desire for a governing leader and a nation, in this case the kings of God's people in the Old Testament, to be one that endures in righteousness. This psalm, Psalm 72, longs and sings about the following, an enduring king, a global king, and a righteous king. Let's start with an enduring king. The psalm sings about a king who will endure forever. Verse 5, May he endure as long as the sun, as long as the moon, through all generations. Verse 7, In his days may the righteous flourish, and prosperity abound till the moon is no more. Verse 15 says, Long may he live. And verse 17, May his name endure forever. Although kings in the Old Testament may have reigned for a really long time, none of them reigned forever. Human rulers are always temporary, and not just because of term limits like in democracies. Every human is limited and finite, including kings and presidents and politicians. And not only kings, but kingdoms pass away. Although the start and end dates are debated, the Roman Empire is considered the most enduring in history at almost 1,500 years. For comparison, the United States has been in existence for 244 years. Yet during that 1,500-year reign of Rome, the eternal Son became man and entered into our history. That happened sometime during that reign. And Jesus died on a cross and was buried. But unlike other kings who remain in the tomb to this day, Jesus was raised again as the eternal king over an eternal kingdom. Ephesians 1, 20-21 says that God the Father raised Jesus from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, 
and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. Jesus is the resurrected king who defeated death, who rules an everlasting kingdom. We also see in this psalm a desire for a global king. The psalm sings about a king whose rule extends to the ends of the earth. Verse 8 through 11. May he rule from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. May the desert tribes bow before him and his enemies lick the dust. May the kings of Tarshish and of distant shores bring tribute to him. May the kings of Sheba and Seba present him gifts. May all kings bow down to him and all nations serve him. The hope here is for a king whose rule extends to the ends of the earth. People in the most remote parts of the world bow before him. Even the king's greatest enemies put their face in the dirt. Other rulers and kings from distant shores bring tribute to this king because all other rulers and nations and countries and people bow down before this global king. In the Old Testament, Israel never had a rule that extended to the ends of the earth. And although some rulers did seek out the kings of Israel, such as the Queen of Sheba visiting the famous King Solomon for wisdom, no king in the Old Testament had the comprehensive rule longed for in this psalm. There have been many ambitious rulers and kingdoms that have extended far and wide in human history. The Mongol Empire had a land area of just under 15 million square miles. The largest in human history was the British Empire, which peaked in 1920 at just over 22 million square miles. And for comparison, for reference, the United States is over 3.7 million square miles. Yet even these countries, these nations, don't have the comprehensiveness pictured in this psalm. Another reality is that most rulers only rule over their own people rather than all people. Or our political system reminds us that governing is often partisan and favors certain groups above others. In contrast, this psalm pictures a global king for all people who has a kingdom that extends to the ends of the earth. And in the book of Acts, Jesus says his kingdom will extend through the witnesses of the gospel in Jerusalem, in all of Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. That's Acts 1.8. The reality of this global king is fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Revelation 7, 9 through 10 says, After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. And they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. The call into this everlasting kingdom extends to every tongue, tribe, and nation. Anyone who calls on the name of the Lord may be saved and become citizens of this kingdom. Anyone who has been exiled because of the disruptive powers of sin and death can find refuge under the reign of this King Jesus. Finally, we see this psalm longing for a righteous king. This psalm sings about a king who is righteous, defends the weak, and those in his kingdom flourish because of his righteousness. Let's start with verse 1. 
Here are verses 1 through 4. Endow the king with your justice, O God, the royal son with your righteousness. May he judge your people in righteousness, your afflicted ones with justice. May the mountains bring prosperity to the people, the hills the fruit of righteousness. May he defend the afflicted among the people and save the children of the needy. May he crush the oppressor. This king is the royal son who rules and judges with God's justice and righteousness. He defends the afflicted with justice, saves the weak and the needy, and crushes anyone who tries to oppress. Because of this righteous rule, prosperity and flourishing and blessing is brought to all his people. In the Old Testament accounts, there are kings who fulfill aspects of this picture or have their moments of righteousness, but the majority of the time were introduced to Old Testament kings who did evil in the eyes of the Lord. The kings were unjust and led the people into rebellion against God's ways. Corruption in politics and public leaders is not just an ancient problem, but one we understand to this day. When I lived in Illinois, back when I was going to seminary, the 39th governor of that state was serving time because of fraud and racketeering. The 40th governor who came after him, who was the governor while I lived in Illinois, would later be convicted of multiple counts of corruption and also have to serve time in prison. Just in case you were wondering, each of those guys belonged to different political parties. In contrast, Jesus is the righteous king who once stood up in a religious gathering and read this from the book of Isaiah. This is found in Luke 4, 18-21. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. He began by saying to them, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Jesus displayed this fulfillment throughout his ministry by restoring and redeeming and achieving salvation in his death and resurrection. Now, because of the gospel, one's faith, character, and world can be truly renewed and restored. The righteous king justifies sinners and restores a just world in a new heaven and new earth. So now that you know more about this psalm and how Jesus fulfills the longings of this psalm, let me simply close this message by reading the whole thing. Psalm 72. Endow the king with your justice, O God, the royal son with your righteousness. May he judge your people in righteousness, your afflicted ones with justice. May the mountains bring prosperity to the people, the hills the fruit of righteousness. May he defend the afflicted among the people and save the children of the needy. May he crush the oppressor. May he endure as long as the sun, as long as the moon throughout all generations. May he be like rain falling on a mown field, like showers watering the earth. In his days may the righteous flourish and prosperity abound till the moon is no more. May he rule from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. May the desert tribes bow before him and his enemies lick the dust. May the kings of Tarshish and of distant shores bring tribute to him. May the kings of Sheba and Sheba present him gifts. 
May all kings bow down to him, and all nations serve him. For he will deliver the needy who cry out, the afflicted who have no one to help. He will take pity on the weak and the needy, and save the needy from death. He will rescue them from oppression and violence, for precious is their blood in his sight. Long may he live. May gold from Sheba be given to him. May people ever pray for him and bless him all day long. May grain abound throughout the land. On the tops of the hills may it sway. May the crops flourish like Lebanon and thrive like the grass of the field. May his name endure forever. May it continue as long as the sun. Then all nations will be blessed through him and they will call him blessed. Praise be to the Lord God, the God of Israel, who alone does marvelous deeds. Praise be to his glorious name forever. May the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen.